Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me is a man that did a wild card on the weekend and picked up a podium finish is JD. How are you, mate? Fantastic, mate. What a weekend. Yeah, it was good. I was watching yeah. your times on the um, the MyLapse app as I was um, unfortunately not being able to be there at the Darwin Kart track. I yeah. was at another track. Yeah, um, you, you were sort of living it up across the, across the uh, island. <laughs> Well, like I was saying to Mitch, like I was like, oh, okay, I was at um, at Ipswich. Yep. Nowhere near Ipswich. It was at Willow Bank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching the QR, times. I guess. Yeah. Watching the times of your, your karting race. And it's like to Mitch, because I was there with Mitch, and I was like, oh, almost want to be there. Like, oh, this is good to watch. Like, you know, I was going, you're doing yeah. really well. You were nice and quick. You were always up there. And Mitch's like, do you want, do you wish you could watch it? And I was like, yes and no. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if I was there, I'd be like, get out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Michael was kind enough on the weekend uh, while he was away to let me uh, come back on my comeback tour of uh, one race meeting <laughs> for I, this look, year. Sometimes the team owner gets a call from the sponsors and says, look, that cart better be on the track. <laughs> yeah, look, naming right sponsors wanted it out there. <laughs> um, I think the sponsor's like, hey, that cart did pretty good with you not in it. <laughs> no, it, 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 was, it was good to get back out there. I was actually surprised myself a little bit uh, with how well we went. Um, mm-hmm. No, well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Second for the round, was it? Yeah, so second for the round. Um, uh, I qualified fourth, which I was pretty blown away with because i didn't even do any practice because <laughs> yeah, there was a field of like it was 11 carts or something in there yeah I, i'm not sure how many it was in the end but yeah there, there were quite a few in the field so but yeah i was i was really happy with it and it was pretty tight like i was only two tenths or something off pole mm. yeah um, no we looked at the time you were... so I was, I was really happy with that and i was sort of still working it all out and qualifying and then the rest of the day it sort of come to me a little bit more it'd been five years since i've been in the saddle so she she was a a little bit rusty at the start of the day. I kept making little I, mistakes here and there. I appreciate you come in. You said, look, we've already made some changes to the cart. We it felt all right at the start, but it felt pretty good by the end of it. So I'm like, I need to get someone else in the cart and go keep fixing it until. Well, it, it, the cart feels feels really good now. Actually, I was really really happy with it, and um, even from uh, so it, it's been a little while since I've been in uh, been out there and. Mm-hmm. It, I've always raced a, a chassis, OTK chassis, Tony Cut chassis from Italy. Um, and Michael obviously races in an Australian-built chassis. It's a Sarah Cut, which is built by Arrow. DPE Arrow. Um, and, yeah, I was really happy with the feedback. It was a really good cut to drive. And the the setup changes instantly. You can feel the change, like which was really nice. So, Just um, conveniently... There's a cart the same age as mine, <laughs> exactly yes, the Nathan, same. We, we're sale, pitting, and I, that cart's been doing really well. Yeah, I was pitting beside him on the weekend. Nathan was actually a really big help over the weekend. So this weekend, I literally turned up and used my old race boots, and I borrowed everything else. So yeah. I, I used <laughs> Michael had uh, race fuel left over. <laughs> I used his sprockets, everything, tires. Nathan turned up. He gave me a brand new set of um, Alpine Star oh, so you, gloves. I was going to say, you didn't use the gloves I gave you? No, nah. he, ga- he he gave me a brand new set that he had brought that he didn't like, and he oh. brought another set. Um, so, yeah, it, essentially it was a it was a very... I wasn't going to be there if it wasn't for a lot of people, which was good. It was nah, well, nice I saw to some see of the photos posted up, and I was like, damn, I wish he just wore my helmet. So then I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I get a lot of questions on, on the outgrid for practice or qualifying. Everyone's like, sorry. why are you wearing and the like, helmet? Um, 
where's Michael? Oh, I said, and I'm like, oh, he, he's he's watching V8s. And like, oh, okay. I, a lot of them are, are definitely knew, like, knew were there and he'd been racing the last couple of years yeah. sort of thing. They obviously didn't even know I'd raced before. No, most of them don't because I was always like, every time I go down the track, and they're like, oh, what setup are you doing? Oh, I don't know. JD set this up. And they're like, who's JD? I'm yeah. like, oh, he's just my mate. Yeah. I never tell, I didn't tell him, like, oh, you raced. You know? Yeah, I got a, a few weird looks after qualifying. It was pretty funny. <laughs> like, because you're out there on you the P plates. Here? <laughs> yeah, on P plates. Because uh, it'd been so long since I had a license. So uh, I have to essentially start again. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good fun. Uh, the racing was fairly clean on my part. Yep, car's still straight. Yep, I never made contact with anyone. A few people, people made, made contact, contact with, with you, me, yep. but you know that that's Robin's racing. That's, that's how it comes. Well, that, and with those rear bumpers, like it's been that long since I raced, I never had that rear bumper section that you guys run with now. And honestly, if if it was my old car, I, we would have had a few crashes because I got pummeled a few times on starts right in the rear tyre. Mm, some but people don't guard, break as much as they should. Yeah, oh, look, when you've got always, three carts in front, there you break. Yeah, well, the, there's always a concertina at the start. People get excited. And it, it is the best place to make up pass, like make a, an easy pass at the start. But, you know, it's one of those things that people get a little bit too excited and, and end up running it into each other. easy <laughs> to do. Yeah. Well, oh well, like I said, well done. Congratulations. No. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you to Breaking Late and Michael for sponsoring the round for me. Yep. Um, so... Not only did we have JD in a cart this weekend, we had the Super Weekend, which was um, actually really good. We had the Super 3s out, we had the Super 2s, Super Utes, and Supercars. Um, the, let's just quickly knock off the Super Utes. They look more racy, they look better lower. They do look good, don't they? They look but a completely different maybe car they now. Just, do we need the market relevance and having a diesel, diesel engine? engine? Yeah, nah, people on the hill don't care. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it's it is a bit of a. If you just grab a five like liter V eight, an old spec one, chuck them all in, that'd be great racing. Plus reliable. Mm. Um, was there many engine issues over the weekend with the Utes at all? Did anyone no. blow turbos or anything on the weekend? Not, not that I really remember. Now I'll just be full disclosure. I. When the Utes come on, that was when I went and got some food and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, look. It, when you got all the other categories around, you know, it's it is hard to you have to pick one and this is the ones that I gotta to go to the bar and get food and go to the pits and have a talk to drivers. And actually on the Friday, to be honest, it was the supercars that we skipped out on. Yeah, okay. And that's when we went to the Super Twos and had chat to Bryce and walked around, we said hello to Paul Morris. Yep. Um had a quick chat, told him, you know, really like your the enforcer and the dude good work yeah we walked off and Mitch was like you're gonna try and get him on the show I was like nah <laughs> I mean they, they look pretty busy anyway like Paul was in the middle of never seen Paul run um, <laughs> he was sort of running through pit lane and did he race Aussie cars this weekend no I, I don't believe he was racing he was there with Brock Feeney yeah okay. um, definitely working on Brock's car every time we went past there that's where he was yeah okay but yeah so the Super Utes they look better lowered. They they look better on TV as well. I, um, I've got to say the racing looks better. The biggest issue with them is there's still only 12 of them. Yeah. So you, you chuck 20 I of them think, on the car. I think this good. will be an improvement. We're, we're stepping stones towards looking at a I better category. They've got better tyres now. Yeah, lower and, and actual lower. racing tyres, and they've yeah. lowered the car. So we'll definitely see how that goes. Um, 
that's all I'm going to top off on the Super Utes because I can't really remember too much. Super 3s. I was actually really looking forward to the Super 3s. Yeah. I quite enjoyed them at Gold Coast last year. Yeah. They were for little like for little kids. For young kids, because most of them are pretty much stepped out of karting or done, you know, Formula Ford or, or something like 86s that. 86s or something. Yeah, yeah. and then the, this is their first main real car that they're learning to yeah, drive in. Yeah, tops and that. Um, they go hell for leather. Like yeah. these kids. Yeah, some hard racing over the weekend, wasn't oh, there? There really was. And they would, it was interesting. Like there's always a drop off on the track um, coming out of turn one where they run wide. Supercar drivers, pretty good. They nail it. They're not dropping a wheel in the dirt. <laughs> Super three drivers though, oh, I'll get better. Yeah. Some of them are dropping two, three wheels off on there. It was one of them that did all of it, like whole car off over the dirt through it. Yeah. I, but I do like the Super 3s with the Heritage Rounds, or a lot of them running the old liveries that the cars actually ran. Yeah, there's so some good-looking cool old see, liveries. Like, the old Irwin tools, the SP tools and stuff. Yeah, the Stone the stone liveries were mm. they're definitely the standout, I think, out of the whole category. Um, but Zach Best from Matt White Motorsport, he was... He was the informed driver this weekend. Yep. Um, unfortunately, in the final race, he had some contact with Brock Feeney and I think ripped the rear or front out of his car. Yeah. He, either way, he boxed early and because the Sunday race is double points. Oh. Even though he got yeah. two pole positions and two race wins, he still finished third for the round. Yeah, okay. So it was unfortunate. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, there's some good young guys there. Jason Gomesall's car actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, okay. Um, I said to Mitch, I'm like, I actually like this, that you have a team running the same livery in two different categories. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, if you, it's a bit like um, when you play motorsport games, right? You When you make like a, in Formula One, you know, 2019 or... I haven't played that one, but the older ones where you can yeah. make your own team and or grid where you used to make your own liveries. Yeah. You'd have a, a theme that you'd run on all your cars, no matter what class you had. And it's like, that's always, you can tell which team it is. Yeah, It yeah, was no, good to have that. that. I wish teams could do that. I understand some sponsors don't want to be, it's asking sponsors a lot. Yeah, like running a basic livery type and then having sponsors on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah et cetera. Yeah. I mean, it won't happen, but it was nice to see. It was cool to look. I think Todd maybe should take a leaf out of Jason's book and run Black Wheels. Yeah, okay. Black Wheels looks schmick. Yeah. Um, TCM, Cam Mason. I know. How well. First race out First of the race, box. Brand new car. Didn't even get touched in that race. Yep. And he won. And that's his first ever race win. Yeah. In that TCM. was in the trophy race. But yeah, still, it's a trophy race. Yep. But good on him. Uh, he's actually come out and he said it's faster than the old Mustang already. Mm, it looked good. And yeah. it looked great on thing. Unfortunately, he got touched up yeah. in the second race, front and back. Yeah. But anyway, that's to be expected. They're race cars. So, yeah. no, it's looking good for them. Hopefully, they can keep um, tuning the car towards the end of the season, come out strong next season. So. And it was actually, <laughs> Mitch and I did know, we're like, it was quite nice to watch the TCM and not have Stevie Johnson driving away with it. Yeah, well, that car's got so many penalties on it now. I'm surprised he can even get up the front of the field. <laughs> well, I can't remember what happened on the race on the sad day, but he didn't start it. It yeah, dropped out. They, well, they said the fuel pump failed, but then there was smoke all coming through the cabin of the car. Yeah, okay. 
and then they ask the team what's wrong they're like oh, the fuel pump's gone they're like and what about the smoke in the cabin they're like what's smoke in the cabin <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and yeah so it wasn't your standard um john bow and stevie J race yeah which was good to see yeah yeah Rob harris is actually doing really well in the tcm yeah he's doing a good job isn't he mm. yeah he's a driver that i think is pretty underrated most people well, don't he's been think. racing on a, a higher level for a very long time now. Yeah, he is, because he's been doing the V8 Utes and now yep. he's doing the Super Utes and, you know, doing a bit of TCM, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But it just, I think just the general fan on the hill doesn't notice. Yeah. But it was, it was good. Um, Super 2s. Bryce, another we spoke killer to him. weekend. He, it was. It was um, another round win, I think second and first the we spoke to Bryce on the Friday yeah he was not happy with that car he's like he was just like we're just chasing it we don't have the pace he's like you know we don't have the pace to be the leaders of this we're just trying to work on it and we'll see because I think he finished fifth or something in practice one yeah yeah Um, but then yeah we come out sad day and then he put it on third like he was always on the second row, row qualifying yeah but he starts his starts were good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy Randall, actually, I feel for him this weekend because he did really well. I think he had two front row starts. He yeah, had a well, race he's had win. a really, really strong last couple of rounds, hasn't he? Like, he's he's doing really well. He, he had a safety car restart. And he didn't screw it up. And he didn't screw it up. <laughs> he still went Flash early. He still went early. <laughs> like, I said to Mitch, I'm like, when they had the safety car restart, I'm like, what's the bet? that bloody Randall is not going to go until he's like, you know, 200 metres off the straight. Like, wait off the corner when you're halfway down the straight and then go. Like, <laughs> I'm well with the green flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, he went probably 10 metres past the flag post yeah. as soon as the green face come out. Yeah. Boom, is off. I was like, okay, that's good confidence in him because well, you think after having two issues probably smart too the drivers behind are probably thinking he's going to be a bit gun shy but obviously he was um, he was on it and he's addressed his uh, lack of knowledge on that rule I guess mm. from Townsville Definitely uh, and, he's, and, he's, and he's fixed that and he's, he's put it away and that's in the past now he's, he's doing it properly mm. ah, it was really good um, he, he cramped up in the final race apparently he suffered from a right foot cramp yep. and um he ran a well, little bit Well, it is a track wide. where you're hard on the brakes, isn't it? Yeah. It was, hard on throttle and brakes. Yep. Pretty much flat off, flat off. But yeah. He, um, yeah, he locked, he didn't lock up, but he ran wide into turn three on lap 18. Yeah. And this was just, it come out of nowhere. Because Mitch and I had sat there and we just like, oh, well, ain't nothing wrong with silver. Yeah. Like, you know. You, you obviously, the, obviously going for, for, for Bryce. Bryce yeah. We were both sitting there in our um, midi shirts. Like, yeah. They're the only shirts we wear to Supercars. <laughs> I only packed one shirt. I actually took two race shirts with me. I took my Territory Cart shirt. Yep. And um, and the, the midi, and the midi shirt. And we just washed every night. Yep. There you go. So, it means you could pack light. I still <laughs> somehow managed to bring a suitcase with me. But no, so we were watching the race and we pretty much recited to the fact that Bryce is right there waiting for the mistake. But I was like, I, I just can't see it happening. Like the way Randall was driving this weekend was like very little mistakes. Sunday, Sunday, Saturday's race, he had much better pace out of that car. I don't know if he had better pace out of the car or if everyone sort of caught up to him. But either way, the gap was a lot smaller. 
Um, Jake uh, Kurt Kostecki actually did pretty decent job. Got the pole. Really bad launch. Yeah. Um, so the three guys in the podium, we had Bryce, Tom, Randall, and Kurt Kostecki. They were the three guys, top three around both race meetings. But yeah, the pass, sorry, they'll get back onto my point. The, <laughs> we were watching the race. We pretty much decided to Bryce was going to finish second. And then all of a sudden, because we, we were sitting, we were so far away from turn three. Yeah. Um, you barely noticed it. And then when they come up to turn four, we're like, Bryce is in front. Yes. <laughs> we're like, where the hell did that happen? We had to go back and watch the replay and stuff and you can yeah. see it. But no, it was really good. It was... um. Well, he's got a, such a strong lead now. 288. It's, 288 points. So that's, what, nearly a whole... The same round. 300 yeah. points for a round. Yeah. yeah, so nearly a whole round ahead now. And that's two round wins in a row now? Yes. And he... Round, so he didn't win the second round. He won Adelaide round. Yeah, he comes he second. He comes second in WA. He's and such then a he's strong come, year this year, isn't it? He's absolutely killing it. He needs to. Yeah, well, this is... Like, we've got to know. This is, this, is, this is the year. Yeah, this is the year he's got to prove it to the big teams and hopefully it can open some doors. Well, we were speaking to him. We are like, um, oh, you know, he must be pretty excited looking for towards the enduro round. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I got the call from Todd. Yeah. And asking if I wanted to be co-driver. And he's, we're both, Mitch and I, are quickly in the head, we're like, Todd Hazelwood, you, you said no, right? <laughs> like, don't go back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Like, then we clicked oh hang on he's actually talking about Kelly yeah um, it was just the initial thought just because we were like yeah yeah you know him and Todd but then we said oh Todd and they're like no no Kelly and he's like oh yeah do you want to drive co-driving and he was like oh yeah which which car just thinking the talk was he was going to go with Gary Jacobson yeah and then when Todd said to him no I, I want you with Andre he's like where do I sign yeah like, he's like that was the quickest decision he was like you want me to drive that? Yep, no worries. I'll be there t- 10 minutes. You know, I'll, let's sign some paperwork. Yeah. So he That's going to be a strong pairing too. Oh, it's... Like, like we said to him, like, that's... You... That's contenders, one of the really. Best drives. Yeah. Top like, 10 contenders for sure. Put money on him being top 10. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it should be pretty good. He was pretty happy with it. Um, this season, it's just fantastic. Yeah. It was... Um, they're starting to notice... Remember us now? <laughs> all, the, all the forwards. Oh, that's good. Because we're both Mitch and I. Literally, hey, you, you, you're a really good fan base. Like you, you and Mitch, we travel, travel so much, and every meeting you're there. Wearing the same clothes, exactly. Yeah. Black pants, midi shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really it's really good. It was good. Unfortunately, they've sold out of shirts at the moment. Yes, uh, are they getting a reprint? They are. They are. We spoke go. to them. They said yes. Unfortunately. It's harder for these smaller teams because I was looking at going, not many other Super 2 teams have merchandise available. Yeah, true. So it's really up to almost, I'd probably say, the families to organize the merch. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the, definitely. The team's like, look, if you want to make shirts, go nuts, make your own shirts. But, you know, obviously yeah, you can use just well, Super twos, and stuff. Well, Super 2s is very much about paying the bills. Like the team's looking for you to pay the bills. Yeah. Where, the, where you get the money from, they don't really care. Yeah. Um, you've obviously got approval for all your sponsor logos and the team's logos, etc. But maybe yeah, some the of them want to cut. Teams aren't going to go out of the way and yeah. make shirts for you. But so we spoke to him and said, "Oh, do you have any shirts?" He's like, "Nah, unfortunately, we sold out." He's like, "Last year we got too many made up, 
thinking, no, we're going to sell a few last year. And unfortunately, with the way the, the round went or the series went last year, you know, he wasn't in a winning position and therefore not very many people wanted to jump on the bandwagon. This year, on the other hand, they ordered half the amount because they're like, can still give you some last year shirts. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but there's all the dumb sizes left. Yeah, yeah. Dumb always. sizes. All like extra small, extra, extra large. It's like, you know, no. I think that in, uh, sorry, Adelaide, in um, Newcastle, they had like triple XLs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then like, not kids sizes, but like small, very small person sizes. hell, that even happens in the big teams. Like, yeah, of course. You, know, you can go, if you go to Newcastle, you're not going to get every size of shirt sometimes. Yeah. Or if you go to Adelaide, you can quite often pick up a shirt from last year's. Yeah. For super cheap. Yeah. If you wear 4XL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But either way, they're going to get some new ones made up. So he said, I'll let you know. Awesome. And we'll go through that. Um, I quickly want to... Can I give you... Can we, can we talk about QR for a sec before we jump into the well, main game? Yeah, I was actually interested to see what your thoughts were on QR because obviously... I've been, and I think we've both been critical over the last few years doing the podcast of its facilities. And I wanted to get your first po- first person um, point of view, well, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, so we've like I've done a few rounds. I'm not, not you know, there's people out there that's done not, shit tons. Yeah, you're not. But not, you know, not, we've done. I've done the likes of the Adelaide 500, Townsville 500, oh, 400, sorry, the Gold Coast 600, um, the Newcastle 500. And Hidden Valley Super Sprint. Yep. I thought going to Ipswich, we were going to a permanent racetrack, which was right. And because I said to Mitch on the way driving in, actually, I said, this is the first time I've been to a another permanent race circuit for the supercars. All the others have been street tracks. Yeah. Other so I thought, NT, yeah. you know, I know how we set up a Hidden Valley. You've got a permanent circuit. So you've got a, Everything stays the same. Let's put a bit of infrastructure in. There's none there. Yeah, it's... Um, we'll start off with the pits, or lack of. Tin Shed, everyone's seen it on TV telecast and that. I think it's it's disguised a little bit from the telecast. I think you see it more in your Speed Cafe photos from test days. That oh. really shows you how... Yeah, I, we did notice. You look on the TV, they kind of film it to make it look a bit nicer. Yeah, because they've also got the sponsor logo, like banners, the banner and, boards, uh, yeah, and stuff boards up. and pit boarding. Did you actually notice Walkinshaw had their RGB color strips along the top of their banners inside the pits? No, I didn't notice it. No, so they had colored running lights on there. Um, but yeah, there's no way for these teams that say ballpark figure. You've probably got. With two cars sitting in there, or say a single car team, you may have $4 million worth of equipment yeah. sitting out, especially you got the likes of Shell and Triple Eight. They've got a fair bit of money laid out in all their computers their and everything sitting around. Yeah, yeah. You cannot lock that up at night time. The fence is a waist height chain fence, so I could step over that. Um, the Super 2s, the Utes... Not that we're condoning anyone no, stealing anything. Don't but go yeah. in there and break in, but there's no way that these teams can secure anything. Yeah. Um, the Super 2s and the Super 3s and the Utes and the Aussie Cars and the Touring Car Masters... Actually, Aussie Cars and Touring Car Masters, scrap that. They had the little pop-up tents. The other ones had small tin shed tents, like 
roll with roller doors, so you could mm. at least lock them up. But obviously, they're not backed up on the track. Yeah. Um, that all needs to be upgraded. I think supercars should definitely be able to demand a higher quality of facilities there. Yeah, well, and we're talking about dropping rounds at the moment. It's quite interesting that uh, it, you know, Ipswich is not really a hundred percent chopping block. It's it, it, apparently it, it's it sort yeah, it sort of is, but they're definitely leaning towards Phillip Island. Phillip and Island and probably Winton. Yeah, Winton. I think those re- are two I likely. Think probably keep Winton, get rid of QR. Yeah, and so th- this is something I, I guess maybe we need to give QR a year. They, we need to do to what they did to Barbagello. Drop them. No, nah, you want the supercars back? Stop. Invest some money. Stop getting corrupt politicians in. <laughs> well, the, the mayor of Ipswich, or the ex-mayor of Ipswich, Ipswich, only last week got convicted and sent to jail for 12 months, two years or something. or something, wasn't it? Yeah, or? for fraud and stealing council money. Can't believe it, eh? It's ha- it's happening all around the world. It happens <laughs> everywhere. We're not like Darwin's had our fair share of crazy Lord Mayors stealing money. Yeah. Um, but you've got a the viewing now. The viewing on QR is second to none. Well, it's pretty open layout, isn't it? It is Absolutely. a huge layout. Um, they do have the some public seating around, um, built into the hill, which are just like the old, like metal chairs benches things yeah, okay. that they've got so they had a few of them around but you've also got some of them that were broken and all they had they just had some witches hats like orange witches hats put on the poles around them i'm like there's no way that hidden valley would allow broken things even broken seats to be not fixed before a supercar round yeah it's odd isn't it now i'm not gonna bring up the the fact that the whole place was a dust bowl and everything was dried out because they're in a drought and we'll leave that off. But, but they can still do things for runoff. I know they added concrete to the edge curbs and stuff like that. The and drop I off was about three to four inches by the end of the weekend. Yeah. It's something I think a few tracks need to look at is the astroturfing like um, Formula, Formula 1 do. do. Yep. Um, it's super slippery. You're not going to go on that. So concrete and then astroturf after like and it makes the tracks look so much better. The cars aren't destroying the track for a start. They don't want to go out there because it's there's no grip. Like no. there's absolutely no grip. It's, it's like driving on the dirt essentially. It does get torn up a little bit, but you know we're trying to sell this event to everyone across Australia. I don't want to sound like well, a winger, but no, I'm I'm <laughs> it pretty much great like on TV. I'm telling people do not go to Ipswich. Do not go to that round. Wow. I c- on that especially, <laughs> especially if you've got young children, I wouldn't bring them. Yeah, you were. We saying. sat out. There was no public shade, at all. Now I know that there was people that live around in you know Queensland that go to there, and they did bring their little pop up gazebos, but I'm a tourist that flew in business class. Yeah, I know. That was pretty cool. Pretty though. flash. Business flash. class both ways. Yeah. Business class on the way in, business class on the way out. But anyway, that's that's not here or there. Flew in. I landed in Brisbane 5 o'clock for 6 o'clock Friday morning. We pretty much dropped back of the house. Then we went to Ipswich. I don't have camping chairs. I don't have tarps. I don't yeah, have Roger. gazebo. Yep. So, and I'm paying... $139, I think it was, yeah. 140 bucks a ticket. 
nearly $40 more than what a ticket at Darwin costs. Yeah, for no facilities. For nothing. Yeah. No concert. Fair enough. I can live with that. I don't yeah. really go to the concerts half the time anyway. Yeah. But no shade. There was the one small Super Kids zone, but there was no other real off-track entertainment. There was no Hot Wheels demos. They had the army cars there that went out twice, I believe. Yeah, okay. There was a lot of downtime between sessions. Really? There See, I would have thought with so many big... Because they had so much, then they had to like, they all go off and then they've all got to drive through a tiny little car park to bring it out, but then you've got to bring all of them back and their staging area is quite far away from pit exit. So yeah. it takes them a while to bring it in. There was a lot of downtime between it. There was no shade. I As soon as the final race was finished, like the supercar final race, we left because yeah, I was bail. like, I said to Mitch, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Look, I would love to see the Super 3 race, but there's only so much I can sit in the sun. Yeah, three days of it. Well, I can look at your arms. You're pretty sunburnt. Yeah. And I was still applying a lot of sunscreen and stuff. But if you live there, bring your little tents along. That was great. Yeah. But it's just, I think they need to put some more effort into actually, I don't know, it's, I don't think it's up to be supercars. I think it's whoever's hosting the event. Like, you know, for us in Darwin, we blame NT major events for it because they put on the show. So I assume it would be Queensland Tourism or whoever Yeah, I agree. It. Yeah, for sure. Like, look how much effort they put into doing the Gold Coast round. Yeah. There's shade up in the Gold Coast. There's lots of nice trees. There's no trees there. Yeah. Um, it's The viewing is the best thing, but the rest of it makes me really hard to recommend going to that round. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Well, it, it kind of reinforces what we've thought for a long time, but at least you've been there to experience it now and, and you've actually got uh, a, a real person's view from from yeah. the ground, if you know what I mean. And this isn't like, oh, I was in corporate, so I was in the shade in the aircon all weekend. No, no, we're on the hill. Is there much corporate there? No, nah, very little. Yeah, there you go. There was three tents. That's crazy. Well, one of the things, this is one of the reasons, like, Supercars signed a 10-year deal with QR Raceway in 2017, I think it was. But on the condition, they spent money to increase the corporate facilities... And I think they wanted the track extension, but they announced the $220 million extension plan to upgrade the facilities, yeah, add remember, on another... Yeah. It had a little days. lake in it. And yeah, it looked really cool. It looked amazing. It looked like it was going to be one of... Us, well, at that time, one yeah. of Australia's best tracks. And 12 months later, it got shelved. Well. So here's a quick little poll on the Pertec poll on Speed Cafe. Which of these circuits we would most like to see remain on the 2020 calendar, JD? I'm going to rattle these off and you let me know. I think I know which one you like, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Phillip Island Grand Prix Circuit, Queensland Raceway, Townsville Reed Park Street Circuit, or Winton Motor Raceway. Which one would you like to see on the calendar? Um, that, it is a hard question for me because I definitely I, I, I lean towards Phillip Island just because that's, I love it. Yep, that's what I thought. Uh, but Townsville is such a good round. I yeah, out of that, I'm like, if Townsville wasn't on there, I didn't realize Townsville was possibly on the chopping block. I think Townsville is a great circuit. Mm. Shit's all over QR anyway. Yeah, uh, honestly, it'd be sad to lose, and especially for North Queensland. Like, I think you could afford to drop QR because you've got North Queensland and you've got Gold Coast. Yeah, so you don't need one 
that's in the allegedly East. in Ipswich. There's nowhere near Ipswich. Yeah, so I I I think that's kind of sad if Townsville does disappear. That would be sad for for Northern Queensland. Um, so which one would you think? What to stay? Yeah, I I, I honestly no one. no I I'll, I'll go Townsville. I think that serves the people better. Well, the top one is Phillip Island with 3,104 votes. Yep. Um, then followed by Townsville with 1,709. Winton's got 882, or 982, sorry. And Queensland Raceway, there's 716 people that want to be there. Yeah, look, Phillip Island's one of my favourite tracks. It's one. It's got to be our prettiest track in Australia. It a, is. A most spectacular. Like, the the... The only issue people have with Phillip Island is... The penguins. <laughs> yeah, penguins. Noise um, curfew. <laughs> yeah, is there's, the crowd numbers are low. Yeah, and I, that's why I understand if it's... That's if why it it's cut, on the yeah. chopping block, because they're getting, I don't know even how many. Yeah, well, you can quite comfortably catch the barge over with the car and, and like, drive your car to the track and inside. Like, there's... It's not jam-packed. It's It'd not be a cool out. one to kind of go to. I'm kind of thinking, like... Now I've done Queensland... I would love to go to it. I would. L- I, my next. If it's track, in next year, I'd, I'd definitely be thinking about it. See, my next my next round, I kind of want to go to is either Simmons Plains, but I'm a little bitch and I hate the cold. <laughs> Phil so, Island can be cold depending on what time of year. Yeah, well, uh, that was going to be Winton or Barbagello. Yeah, okay. I want to go to another permanent circuit. I know if I go to Phillip Island, I'll be impressed with the circuit and its facilities. Yeah. Yep. I've seen them. We host the Moto my, GP the, and stuff there. That's at my, world-class standards. My, look, my big one for next year, if I was to go away, I think will be, I'd love to do Phillip Island or Bathurst next year. It's my ones. It's very close to booking to go back to um, Gold Coast. Gold Coast again this year? Yeah. I'll hurry up Come and on, do it. Come on, mate. I do hurry it all up the and time. do it. I do it all the time. I get back by Tuesday after the supercars. I'm booking my next event. <laughs> He's coming down off the high of the weekend, thinking about it. <laughs> I need to save money. I can't afford to keep flying around everywhere. Oh, just book it already. I know you're going to eventually. <laughs> but the problem is, right, I was looking at flights and I'm looking at, like, oh, Tiger's got a sale I have to do on. it. Maybe it's on another go-kart weekend. I can squeeze another <laughs> meeting <might> in. <laughs> um, but the problem is I was looking at the flights and I was like, oh, Tiger's like $90 through, um, there. Like, you put the two tickets in, they're $90. Somehow it still adds up to $245. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> okay. But anyway, but then in the back of my mind, it's like, you just got off business class. Do you really want to fly Tiger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tiger, any excuse to not let you fly? Oh. And they're like, oh, well, look, you're one minute past our three-hour pre-prior <laughs> pre- yeah, race. Yeah, you've been cut off the flight. Oh, uh, come on. That's not right, but still, you know I what know. I mean? It's, they're pretty... Pretty shocking for them. I'm thinking I might I'll just spend a bit of extra and just actually just get a Qantas flight down. Yeah. It's a bit nicer. Qantas or Virgin. Yeah. I, Jetstar is very hard to even deal with these days. Yeah, no, nah, I'm now to the point. Yeah, well, look, and especially when, when when you come in, look, we were getting a bit boring for the we viewers. You, you're, the supercars. <laughs> you're tuning in for some race stuff. But when you're when you're going to these rounds and stuff like that, and you got to te- like obviously for us we live in Darwin and a lot of these rounds are quite long flights. Yeah. So we're, we're like looking a at five four hour. hour flight. It was four hours for me to return from Brisbane to Darwin. Yeah. So you're looking, and our flights are normally late in the evening. Well, we don't I. have a curfew like other flights, so our flights always leave at like twelve Midnight, one, one yeah. maybe. I don't think we go past one thirty. Um, I think. 
about two o'clock. Yeah. Um, but so we all land. Darwin flights always are one of the first flights landing in. Yeah. To all the southern airports because we can land just after their curfew's gone. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyway, it is nice to have a bit of luxury so you can actually move your legs. I'm. I was so happy on my put your seat back without feeling like an asshole. It was really <laughs> nice to actually to sit in my nice business class seat. On the flight down, all right. Rick keep, tracks, re- keep revving Rick it up, mate. Look at look at him. All the way good. back, <laughs> get my pillow. I had the air hostess like, oh, excuse me, Mister Gore. Well, you know, I would. Would you like me to wake you, Mister Gore? Mate, I was Mister Gore. I was so. <laughs> um, anytime we spoke to anyone, they're like, oh, that's welcome, hilarious. Welcome back. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I'd gone. No. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> where, where have I been? <laughs> but they woke me up in the morning as we we're coming into Brisbane with my um, big. Really big omelette, actually. It was probably about like a full <laughs> serve. Like, it was omelette and ham. It was great. I had coffee. It was. I next, don't know what next the, supercar I don't know round, what, we need to do this. I don't know what the peasants were doing in the back of the plane, but I was enjoying my big seats up at the head. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Let's jump on to the supercars. All right. We don't need to worry about Sunday's race. That was boring. Let's talk about Saturday. <laughs> All right, what happened Saturday? Recap it for us, big boy. (laughs) Um, Well, from the field, it really looked like that everyone worked out that we can just push Scotty away and he'll get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) He he didn't want to get punted, that's for sure. Well, he he kind of had a bad experience recently. (laughs) Did you see the pass Davo did on him? No, I haven't, yeah. Oh, Davo got up the inside a little bit of a Oh, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he slid out. Like yep. that was right. We where we sat was in between turn one and turn two on that yep. little straight bit, and yeah, we saw them go three wide into turn one, and Jamie did a fantastic job. How epic I don't know was how that start? He, I don't know how Jamie got from having some overlap on one side to then getting overlap on the inside of um. Scotty's car. Yeah, he did. He, he just somehow he managed to ease off, break a little bit, and then accelerate at the same obviously rate that everyone was, was still going. Obviously, Scotty had a really tight entry into turn one, and I think it really hurt his exit. Um, and yeah, obviously, Jamie got a really good exit off the. Jamie had a great run, and then Davo just come in and just gave him that little bit of a. How's it going? Yeah, be, well, be careful. Reynolds is coming through shortly. Just <laughs> <laughs> heads up. <laughs> that race was actually. Really good, but from that, I was trying to think about the rest of the Sunday. I was just like, "Good on you, Jamie. Go work." That was his <laughs> first win in since this year. Oh yeah, it was definitely this year, but like yeah. till mid last year or whatever. There you go. There was all this talk of like, "Oh, what's Jamie going to do if he's you know, like on Trackside TV?" They were saying, "Oh, you know, we've ticked Jamie that he's going to stay at Red Bull, but you know, he might have a shock bomb like a bombshell announcement that he might retire or something because you know he hasn't." won a race in a while and then he goes and wins a race so it's like it's fine he's locked in he's not going anywhere do they think he's going to be that easily turned off from supercars he's only still young he's like what 30 we are not good with age come on we are not we we were six years off Courtney's age when we last talked about ages hey Google how old is Jamie Wincup Jamie Wincup is 36 years old Righto, there you go. Okay. We've got two Googles and Michael's yeah, one is did. going as well. And I'm going to apologize to anyone that's listening to this in the a area on loudspeaker that has their Google around. 
And you all found out that Jamie Wincup is 36 years old. Okay, there so Jamie Wincup is 36. He's not too old. He's, he's... Well, we're getting quite young in the years with our supercar drivers, aren't we, really? We, we got rid of most of the, the old ducks. James Courtney is the oldest one. I remember when he was a young kid. Yeah, yep. But, I don't know. I think Jamie's probably got another three years in him. Yeah, I, I don't think this will be his last year. No, nah, no. Nah. Anyway, let's go back to the... Back to the... <laughs> yeah, we got a bit sidetracked the there. <laughs> Saturday race. So, the Saturday race really was just... It was just a big sprint. Um, J- uh, not Jamie, what's his name? Scotty. Scotty tried to do the undercut. Once he got past... Once those guys got past him, he was like, i got to do this undercut. So, he pitted early. Now, yep. this made Mitch and I look like idiots because we're sitting there we're looking at the lap times on the um the live timing going all right so it's lap six or something i don't know and yeah all right so it's 39 laps Ooh, called lap 20 lap anywhere between lap 15 and 20 they should be pitting two laps later they're in and i was like <laughs> wow we're well off okay doesn't matter um luckily we're not telling everyone what we think it's like we <laughs> and i did say this i'm like well you know god we were wrong and he's like oh well it's fine there were so many people around us yelling things like going oh well the safety car is going to come out shortly i'm like we haven't had a safety car in the last 26 races at qr <laughs> um I'm like, at least we were wrong on strategy not wrong on you know this person's driving the car which someone did say a, a driver that hasn't driven the car in a while um, oh really yeah someone was like which car's scafe in i was like Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> he was in the um, he was in the Vodafone safety car on Thursday yeah. doing a lap. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Some people just you know they're there for the fun. Um, but anyway, so Scotty went and pitted early, but he had a trouble on the front left, I believe it was front side of the car. Um, did a pretty much a nine point one second pit stop. Yeah. When Jamie pitted, he did a 4.1. Yeah, it's pretty good. So he got in and out. So he actually extended his lead on yeah. Scotty when they come out. And we, it, you could see it too. Yeah. We're like, how the hell did that happen? Because when you're on the track, you don't yeah. really notice people's pit stop times. Was there many screens available to watch? There, there was three. Yep. We had one because we sat next to the grandstand. Yep. Um, screens. LED numbers. They were also on the cars this weekend. Oh, again? Yep, there was three of them. So I th- I, I'm i shooting from the hip. I'm just coming up with stuff. I think all the cars this weekend were running the same LED light panel. So last round, there was two types. I don't know which one was which. But this weekend, there was only three. So you had Shane Van Gisbergen, you had Gary Jacobson, and you had... Courtney or Pie? I'm sorry, I cannot. I think it was <sighs> Courtney. Pie. Pie. I, I can't remember. Piney. <laughs> it was one of them. It was one of them that had it. But they were really good. I, I lots of people were asking questions. I was like, I'll give you the information. I know a little bit about these, so I told them what it was, and that, you know that was their track position and stuff. They don't update as quick as I first thought. It was a yeah, couple of times okay. that. Shane had come across the line. We looked at the time. We were like, ah, yep, he's up in the fifth. And he's like, ah, it still says 22nd. Oh, no, it's changed. Okay, fine. 
So you could work yeah, it out yeah. most of the time, though. Um, it will be really good once all the cars have it. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to have to get rid of the side window numbers or do something else with them. Does it get a little bit It gets a little full on. Yeah. Um, especially, I don't know how they're going to do it with the Mustang to make it look decent. Because yeah, it's going to block... Well, I suppose you can't see much out of the windows anyway. No, nah, they should just put the LED display on the actual window, like the door. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, put it behind the head because you can't turn. Like you get Hans device. Well, on. you can probably you can... only see forty-five. Yeah. Because the wings on the on the seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with the Hans device, anyway, you can't turn your neck properly. Once yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to put it on the driver's door right where the seat is either. So yeah, it'd be better to have it on the exterior of the vehicle. But either way, the numbers looked good. They were... I was like, yep, boom, tick, sign them off, put them in the cars, next round. Like, yeah. there's no reason. Like, I know, probably got to order them all and stuff. But definitely next year, I would love to see those numbers on all the cars. Oh, that's that's good to hear. Um, Davo, we did talk about his little pass at the start. I know. That got him up into second, where he managed to hold that position. And I believe it was like a thousand days between podiums for him. There you go. It was a, a pretty epic moment for them as well with the 23 it was, red. It was there was a first podium um, that he looked quick, like genuine quick. It wasn't like, oh, he got there. Like he qualified third. It was... Yeah, he's, it, it's like they, the engineer and him got, their, got it together for the weekend, didn't they? And I'm going to say, I think Davo probably got the better start of the race. Yeah. He started on the second well, yeah, road he, he and then he got there. up side yeah. by side by Jamie and... Um, Scotty. Scotty by the turn one. Yep. No, I agree. Was the I actually didn't see the Saturday race. Was there much talk? Oh, you wouldn't have seen it. You were at track. I wonder how much talk about them being best friends and etc. No, nah, yeah, there, there was lots of that because <laughs> there was lots of that because what they did at Ipswich is the commentary is the Fox <laughs> Sports commentary. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, my other rant, and they should do this at all the events. Don't put the speakers in front of the rails. We'll have some there, but then also put some behind us because you can't hear. Yeah. No one hears the commentary at track. Yeah. Because you've got bloody 24 supercars flying around in front of you that are much louder than your little loudspeakers. Especially once you get into the races settle down and they're all spread out. There's no break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did hear them talk about, yes, that they were best mates. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Look, that. Look, if anyone doesn't know it, Jamie Winkup <laughs> and Will Davison were best mates for many years. They ah, did live mate. together. Yep. Um, so just so you know, just tick that box yep. in case you haven't just, heard just it from you haven't heard Scaifey them. and Crompo. Um, but that was a really good race for them. Like, I think Scotty finished fourth. He wasn't even yeah. in the podium. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So that was good. Yeah. Good mix up. I was very happy. Um, Sunday's race, it pretty much, Scotty bounced back significantly. But I think Shane, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen definitely had the faster car. If Shane qualified better, then we would have had a race on our hands. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, Let's all jump down to the so end of the race. Well, and I think there's something to talk about here just quickly before we get there. Um, supercars, Queensland-based teams actually had a test day just before this round at mm-hmm. this track. 
and they all sort of focused on different things. Uh, Red Bull come away and actually said they've learnt a lot. Well, yeah, in Roland this test said day. that it was the first time that they've come to a test where he felt like he didn't just throw money away. Yeah. Like they actually got some information out of it. And Shane's come out today or yesterday or after the race or whatever and said that it's the first time he's ha- that the car was the best it's felt this season. Yeah. It was the first time he was super confident with the car that was underneath him. Yeah. So that's really, really positive, isn't it? So Shane was quick. It was amazing to watch him chase down Scotty. Um, it reminded me of Newcastle all over again, just yeah. closing the gap. And then I was like, come on, Scotty, run out of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it got to the point, and both Mitch and I sort of were like, he's not going to get him. Yeah. It yeah. got down to that half a second gap. But then Shane just, I don't think he had the tires left in it because the the lap time sort of, leveled yeah, off and yeah. became consistent Equal, yeah. where before he was easily a tenth bet- between one tenth and three tenths quicker nearly every lap yeah and, and and honestly being only one or one to three tenths faster a lap might not be enough to pass as well once you get in that hot air I, I had a feeling if Shane could have got up side by side or got a little bit of overlap he would have just gone for it and oh, Scotty would have got out of the way of course he would have but um you know, three tenths. You know, three tenths on one straight. Yeah, that's enough to get side by side. But three tenths over a whole lap's probably not enough. Yeah, to well, make they a, were a move. Like Scotty was really quick through sector one. Like I think almost all the time, Shane and Scotty's times on sector one were almost smack on. Yeah, yeah. Shane was pretty strong in sector two, and that's yeah, when he okay. always caught up. And you're like, oh, he's really close to him, and of course, when you see the time, you see them when they're really close is when they're hard under brakes, and you're like, he's right there. He's yeah. right there. And then, they're, oh, the accelerator, there's a big gap. Again. Yeah, yeah, of course, the consultina. So, in the end, Scotty did a really good job, held off Shane. I know we just sort of not really touched on it, but the race was, it come down to those two, dropping lap times, seeing who could hold on. Um, Scotty did a pretty decent little skid at the end of the race meeting. Yeah. All along the back straight. That yep. was actually... I have, it was a pretty impressive... Uh, pretty impressive go at it wasn't it it was that was actually good and I even said to Mitch I'm like, oh, no point staying Scotty doesn't do very good skids <laughs> well he really got into it this time <laughs> I did I I think it was just a good way I think for him to bounce back because he had you know it's been two races since he had had haven't had a win yeah I know that's it's like a uh, it's two eternity. races where he wasn't in a po- on a podium either so he's like <laughs> after the race like don't I go up here <laughs> yeah uh, what do I do now guys <laughs> um but so he did the nice big skid. Then, so what we're getting onto is his um, the trouble that he got into. Yeah. Once he done his nice big skid, then he did another half a lap or whatever at the track and come into the Celebration Park Ferme area where they put up the little version Australia signs. Scotty got let through. They opened the signs up. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, did you want to sneeze? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's coming. It's but coming. Anyway. Right. Yep. So Scotty got yeah. led in through the um through the signs and then proceeded to do another skid from there up until the, the podium, inf- area, podium yeah. area. Um. That when I watched the replay of that, I was like, that's that's not right. So one of the fines that he got was a three thousand dollar fine for doing a burnout in an unpermitted area, I believe it was, or an unsafe thing. The big fine and the big talking point that everyone is like losing their mind over was the $10,000 fine 
for bringing a Ford News Mustang wins title Ford Performance banner poster yes. onto the podium. Now, what's your thoughts? Oh, look, I I, I understand. We obviously, do you want to discuss with the reason for? Um, yeah, the the reason for the the actual penalty penalty fine. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, the, there's sponsors that are paid to be on there. Um, the podiums and stuff like this is is big money for sponsors. So, sponsors pay top dollar to become exclusive sponsors of something. Yeah. So, the only brands that they want on the podium... Now, I'm going to ignore the fact that all the drivers are covered in brands because that's that's different kettle of fish. They're all pre-approved. You can bring whatever you want on you're wearing. The other brands say this one here you're only allowed century batteries and the official champagne sponsor so the rules state that you're only allowed not eat if you were to bring a bottle of water onto the podium it's not allowed to have a brand name on it, it has to be unlabeled and it's also to stop someone from bringing some politically political sign or some guerrilla marketing i know that you know they're ford and stuff like that and you know these signs here have been around yep. for ages. They don't normally bring them onto the podium. Do they at Bathurst? I feel like I've seen them on the podium at Bathurst. Possibly could have been maybe prior. pre-approved. Yeah, um, you could apply apply for it to go on there. Yeah, it might have been pre-approved. Um, but there's points there. People are going, oh, well, it's just a bloody poster, and it is just a poster. But the poster never go, paid to be there. Yes. Yeah, and you got. I was reading comments. Someone's like, look, he's worked for the done events for the Rugby World Cup and the Cricket World Cup in Australia in 2015 and 14 or whenever it was. And they have a brand ambassador people that just go in there and protect the brand of their sponsors. So much so that they went around to every ATM in one of the stadiums and covered up every Visa stick, every Visa logo. Because yeah. MasterCard was the sponsor, and so they're just like, have to cover it up. We don't. The MasterCard doesn't want the competition around. Yeah. So it's. Look, I understand. I just think ten grand. Jeez, Louise, that's a big. Did you like his fine. comment? Uh, Did you like I his absolutely loved it. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Where he's gone in and said, "Oh, do you guys take armor all pole position checks as payment?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> um, but not those big ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he well, it was quite funny that he's owed thirty, uh, sorry, thirteen thousand dollars from uh, Fiat Supercars and Armorol checks, and his <laughs> fine was thirteen thousand dollars. Um, Tickford and Triple Eight also got fined ten grand each. Well, Tickford actually got fined twenty grand. Really? Yeah. Um, didn't read the rule regs properly. Um, with their fuel setups and they set them up to the same way they had it last year and it changed and apparently they needed to be somewhere different marked up and said look that's our fault we didn't read the regs we just come through with last year's um, specific rulings and stuff like that and it had changed there you go so Tickford had it on both fuel setups Triple Eight only had it on the one and so yeah 10 grand each alright well oh and so congratulations to you for getting your point Oh, with Shane Van Gisbergen. Oh, uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, let's go over to the Formula One. We were actually pretty slack last round, didn't we? We didn't do we Super didn't Twos. Do we didn't do Formula One. My, I, I'll blame my fault for this because what happened was 
Speed Cafe hadn't updated where they normally do their event countdown. Uh-huh. And when I last checked, it said the Formula One for Germany was 49 days away. And I was like, oh, okay, summer break, cool. And so I didn't even click. So that's my fault. I didn't even message you to say who's your pick for Formula One. And then I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, anyway. I did think about it on Friday. I'm like, they haven't practiced yet. Are we going to do it and just post it on? And I'm like, ah, you I'm too busy. You in our chat going, yeah. are we doing tips? And Mitch and I are like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got a very, um, not negative vibe, but just like a, I'm no. <laughs> no, nah, nah, we missed it. My bad. Oh, good. So, we are running very late. So, let's just... <laughs> let's just well, it's a quick recap anyway. Quick like, recap. Quick, uh, let's go. Uh, well, wet. qualifying was pretty crazy with both Ferraris not finishing uh, the qualifying sessions. Yeah, what was weird? Uh, so, uh, one had a... The top a turbo. Turbo, or yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other one, I'm trying to think of what happened to Leclerc's engine. Something else. Coolant leak or something. Anyway, they were both... So, Leclerc, um, Charles did Q1 and 2... And then couldn't compete in Q3, so he ended up 10th. Um, Danny Rick actually got out-qualified by his teammate. By Hulkenberg, yeah. yeah. So yep, Danny Rick job. qualified 13th, 13th, I think, if I remember. Yeah. Yep, so Danny Rick was 13th. Now, um, I'm assuming Hulk probably had the same engine in as well, but Danny Rick didn't end up finishing the race either Danny because Rick had an engine, engine number one failure. Yep, first engine of the year in the car, and it it, it perspired. Um, race was pretty hectic. Race was fantastic. So yeah. it started, and it was raining. Yeah, it was pouring, and obviously we we started under safety car. Uh, they did quite a few laps trying to dry the track with the cars and also get the drivers used to the conditions etc did et you like the fact that we did a couple of formation laps and then did a standing still start yes yeah, that was like fantastic. That. yeah I liked it it did it brought another level of skill to it as well how many drivers were whinging like why are we doing behind the safety car let's go yeah racing. but there were some at the towards the mid pack that were also of saying they were like, like I can't see anything Antonio Giovinazzi um because let's just quickly go through this list here, right? So you've got Antonio, um, Lando Norris, Alex Albon, George Russell. Had never driven a Formula car in the wet. <laughs> well, better time than none to learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a couple of those guys were like, oh, maybe we should really just um, do a few more laps behind the safety car. Let's just continue on. Let's continue on. I'm currently in P10. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> so the race was... A hectic one, wasn't it? Very hectic. Um, the first person out was Stroll. No, it wasn't. It was Prez, the other pink car. Just it was. Just the start of the race yep. too. And then we're like, oh, did you start too early? And it's like, nah, it, is, it was his fault. Driver error. Yep. Um, and then we had few laps before we started dropping people off then Daniel Ricciardo's car blew up at lap 13 now when that car first got I'm like I know a lot of cars have (coughs) like haze and stuff coming from behind yours oh yeah water spray and yours is oil smoke definitely and it was a lot wasn't it It yeah I'm like could you imagine that you're spraying oil all out on a wet track yeah 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 there was a lot of smoke pouring out the back of that car unfortunately 
Mm-hmm. So early day, early knockoff for Danny Rick. Yep. Um, Lando Norris got caught out at that infamous turn 16 now. Yep. Quite a few people did, didn't they? Yep. Charles Leclerc got caught out. Every yep. time they were running well. And Charles was actually doing really well because he stopped behind the virtual safety car for a set of intermediates. Charles looked like he could have won the race, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I no, think. I, I believe that. Yeah. He was quite strong. Um, but yeah, anyway, that, that it it didn't go their way in the end. Now, I was watching this and <laughs> it was pretty late. I just had a big weekend at Ipswich and I was like, oh, should I go to bed? No. No, Nico Hulkenberg is getting his first pole uh, uh, podium. It did look so, didn't it? Especially where you already had, because Lewis Hamilton had come off, went into the wall, and I didn't realise until I rewatched the replay, he come into the wall where Charles Leclerc was still there. Yeah, only just missed him, like by about yeah. f- probably four metres, I reckon. They, he just missed Charles's car, which yeah. is pretty lucky, because if he had a hit Charles's car, it would have been race over. Like, it oh. would have broke the, his car... He wouldn't have bounced off the tire wall like he did. He was actually really lucky to bounce off the tire wall because you look at, I think the only other person to hit that wall oh, to come off there <coughs> and live to tell the tale was Carlos Sainz. Yeah. He yeah. lost 45 seconds doing that and still finished sixth. I know. It was pretty funny for Carlos Sainz because they come on the radio for him afterwards and they're like, oh, man you know you've done so well and he's like yeah it feels like a pretty crappy race spot to me yeah and they're like no you gotta have your head up and he's like obviously he knows he's made a mistake and he doesn't really want to celebrate a race that he hasn't done a perfect job in mm-hmm. and etc uh, but there's so many happy stories or like there's so many sad stories from this race we obviously have um, Nico Hulkenberg looking like he was gonna get a podium bins it Leclerc looked like he was, could win the race if not minimum of a podium bins it Hamilton was in a pretty good position, goes off, bends it. And now, we haven't even touched on Hamilton was very sick. Yeah, and, and then I didn't find out about that until after the until race. Until after the race, when every time he was interviewing people, he was like, <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, no. He was sick. They were very close to pulling him out of the car and putting Esteban Ock on him. That bad, hey? Mm-hmm. There you go. And it's a quick turnaround. Uh, to this meeting um, anyway we'll recap on that soon because we've got more news on that as well um, so yeah there, there was there was uh, a lot of stuff going on and then we had uh, Bottas that looked like he could have a podium yeah it. well Bottas was driving for his career Toto Wolf said we are going to evaluate Bottas with his performance for these next two races and that will determine if he's going to have a seat at Mercedes in 2020 and then he bins it Yep. Not good, is it? No. And it was a complete driver error as well. Like, it was wet, sure enough. But everyone else was out there in the same conditions. Yeah. Hamilton even went off in that same position, but it managed to hold on to it and not... Hamilton was a lot slower. Yeah. Bottas came off with some pace because he... And the angle that he come in was just like... Hamilton... Did you notice that Hamilton got off the brakes when he come off? And he got the... So you watch Hamilton, he's like locked for a while and then he comes off the brakes and all the wheels start to turn and he get the car just spins back around and he gets steering again and he got the, and he controls the car where Bodass doesn't. Oh really? Yeah. Nico Hulkenberg just jumped <gasps> on those brakes and didn't get off of that it. That drag strip area in the wet is so dangerous, it wasn't is. it? It was really bad. Like how slow were they going when they hit the wall? Oh, it, 
They're pedestrian walking pace. pace. Yeah, but because it's a drag strip, obviously with the rain on it and all the, and then it drops off straight into gravel and then you yep. get stuck. So Hamilton actually copped. Like he had a fifty-second pit stop. I know what a mix-up, wasn't it? Obviously, where he hit the wall was like the last right, corner. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, hit the wall, box, box. They're like, yep, no worries. They're like, you want inters? He's like, yep, inters. In the pit lane. In the pit lane. Then they weren't really ready for him. Then they had to find the right tires, and then, and then he copped a five-second penalty for because he crossed. He'd already passed the, the Bollard. Chevron Bollard. Yeah. Yeah, into the pits, and cut across the field. So yeah. he's, his day went from bad to worse. He crossed the line 11th, but then was pushed up to 9th after the two uh, Sauber cars got hit with 30-second time penalties. Yeah. Or driving the car while being aided. I don't know. The, the teams gave him some information at the start, which they weren't allowed. There you go. I didn't know that. I, so I missed that. One driver that actually did a really good job was Lance Stroll. Do you know at one point of the race, he was last only 20 laps from the end he was last yeah <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden at the right time that team what a strategy call George Russell was like not super happy he was right behind Stroll at that yeah. point and he was telling his team we should pit yeah he's like he could have followed Stroll in he's yep. like look I don't think we were going to finish up there but if we pitted then we would have gone we followed Stroll they could have been P2 and, you yep. know, you've got your Williams up there. That would have been fantastic. It was I don't think the Williams would have had the pace to maintain that. No. It would have put him up, like, you know. Oh, he might have got a point. Mm. Um, In the end, I think they both got points anyway. Robert Kubica got a point. Uh, yeah, I did see some memes about it because that's their only point for this year. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And there's a meme going around about it with Robert Kubica giving the thumbs up and pointing at the point <laughs> after, because um, obviously George has beat him in every qualifying session this year. He's the only, I think he's the only driver on the grid that's dominated the his co-driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, his teammate, sorry, not co-driver. Uh, teammate in every qualifying session. So that was pretty big. I, actually, I think, Sergio Perez may have beaten Lance Stroll in every qualifying session this year. Yeah. So anyway, there's only two of them, but anyway, it, it was looking, you know, pretty good for George Russell, and now. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I think you know. Kibitza's got the point. I don't know how much longer Kibitza will be. I think he'll only finish the season, and it'll yeah. be done. Yeah. They got to find a driver. At least they could have found he, a driver. There. I think he's going to stay on, but with the team as a bit of a technical. Person. I guess he always wanted to come back and prove that he's made it back. Williams was a team that, like, look, we can't pay you much, but we'll give you a drive. Williams was like, if you pay us, you can drive, yeah. <laughs> essentially. So, um, Sebastian Vettel yes. actually probably was the driver of the race. Well, what started last. It was sort of my pick as well. I, I, I've got to go agree with you there. It's just... It, it was a pretty tricky race to handle. Like, for you to finish a race, it was, one, you've done Good a great effort. effort. <laughs> and two, to come through the field where everyone was making mistakes and he pushed that whole race. You can tell he was really pushing. He wanted that result. I mean, he only lives, so he was born like, what, 20Ks away from Hockenheim? Yeah. The crowd was like half Dutch, yeah, half it was German. Pretty, it was pretty funny, wasn't it? Um, which I was fine it wasn't, with. It wasn't great. even like the half German either because I, I expected them to be like, 
you know, 60% Mercedes and then like 40%. No, it's more like <laughs> half Dutch, half a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it was cool. You just, crowds were going nuts all the time. But something it was made, like to think about was once Lewis Hamilton got back towards the grid, he only passed the Mercedes. Yeah. He didn't manage to make any more positions past any other cars. I think maybe because it was a bit crook, did he settle down and just be like, ah. Oh. He wasn't though. happy with the car in general either, I don't think, over the, the race. Nah, he wasn't. Um, but just looking at the time, we'll quickly wrap this up. Let's talk about Danny Kvyat getting on the podium. How good was that? How special for him too. So he had his he daughter. Had a baby girl that yep. night before. Yep. Born. And, and then, then everyone was asking him like, when's the baby being born? You know, all this excitement is going to induce slavery. He's like, ah, she was born last night. It was pretty special. Natalie it, Pinkman was just like, she didn't want to talk about the race. She just wanted to talk about the baby. <laughs> well, it, it was a pretty special weekend for him. He's matured so much since he's left Formula 1 and come back. Mm. He's definitely a different driver in my eyes now. Like he's more complete and he's not as reckless. Um, my big takeaway from this meeting was how happy we haven't even touched on Max. Max Verstappen won this race. He span, yeah, span mid race. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, drove pretty well. Like other he than that, was spin a he really good. The, the yeah. team had the you know they've got the fastest ever pit stop in Formula One now. Yep, last race meeting they did. No, they did it again. They just beat it. Oh, they, they did a one point eight eight. Yeah. So they went like four hundredths of a second faster they than their one point nine one. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, they're, they're killing it. For this is what I'm like. Why can we do 1.88 seconds in Formula 1, but it still takes us five seconds to do a supercar pit stop? I know we don't have as many people, but we're still just changing four, like, you're only changing two wheels in supercars. <laughs> I think there's some budget restrictions in there, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, yeah, it was a, a very impressive weekend for them. I loved the fact that the podium, everyone was everyone happy. Everyone was happy. Yep. And the trophies looked mad. Yeah, they were pretty cool trophies. They were like a little tiger, lion, bear thing holding the number. Like a cougar, I think it was. Formula 1's getting its magic back by the looks of it. Yep. And double podium races. for Honda. Yeah, how magic is that as they well? They had to wait 20 years or something stupid to get a podium. Yeah, well, I think it was the first win in 20 years uh, last like time. 2006, I think. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, okay. It was still a while. Like, yep. Button was the last person to get a Honda win. And then they got one next... The, was it back-to-back wins? No, it wasn't. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Because he won in Silverstone, didn't he? Nah. Hamilton won Silverstone. Hamilton became six-time. Um, Austria. Oh, Max that's won right, Austria. Yeah. Leclerc and his battle. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Epic battles. Sorry, yep. You're well, correct. Um. That was a fantastic race by Formula One. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you've watched it, yeah, go watch it again. Um, Absolutely, it I was, think I probably will even watch it again. To be honest, I, I've probably watched it twice. You wouldn't understand because you wouldn't think. Oh, it's, the way I've tried to talk about it, but it's it's a pretty confusing race. So much stuff is going on. Yeah, but yeah, killer race. Your what's your tip for the Hungarian Grand Prix? Um, now, Mix has Mitch has sent a message, and he is going to go Leclerc. I'm going to go Max. Max? I think... Three-peat. Yep. I reckon he is doing such a good job at the moment. That team is operating so well. Uh, and the car seems to be coming on strong. 
the Ferraris really seem to be strong at this event that we've just been to. Yep. Um, another hot event, but where I think the Mercedes was, isn't in its window. Yeah, we'll see. Because when it was super hot, like, because the Thursday at the track, I think it was Thursday or maybe Friday. No, it must be Thursday because I was seeing pictures of it. And they had the fire trucks going down the straight, spraying the crowd with water because it was 39 degrees. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, the Mercedes don't like hot weather. Yeah. And then it rained. Yeah. Turns out they don't like water anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Vettel. Vettel, yeah. I think that's a bad decision. I'm throwing away my championship lead because... Well, did, yeah, sorry, yeah. Just because, I don't know, Mitch has been picking him as well and he never got there. I, so, did you see what Leclerc come out um, this week in the press interviews on Thursday? No. So he come out talking about why Vettel is struggling at the moment, and he gave everyone Vettel's secret, essentially, of why he's not been doing well and why he keeps making mistakes. What is it? It's uh, so Vettel, he said Vettel needs a car that has really strong rear end, and it, the car at the moment's a bit disconnected in the rear end, and it's not. He, Vettel just can't trust it, and so he can't pull the lap times out of it that he needs to. And they said, I don't need that, so I've that's why I've been looking so strong lately and that's why um sebastian's been struggling i'm like oh do you like i don't know if Fatel liked you telling everyone (laughs) um another thing some formula one people might not like was netflix is doing season two of drive to survive and this round mercedes gave netflix access to their pit for one round and they said do the german grand prix it's all stick it up with Mercedes everywhere. They've got their special livery. All their team is wearing special uniforms. Um, you could not... They Basically, they wanted to turn it into a 45-minute ad of Mercedes for that one particular episode. And it was... Well, it's going to be an ad of sorts. It's going to be an ad. <laughs> Netflix are grinning because they've just it's got to be a witness the episode. biggest meltdown in Mercedes in the like, last the five last seasons. <laughs> Since they've entered the sport, yeah, um, I guess we had some pretty tormental. We did have some pretty guys with, at the start, but yeah. since hybrid era, era, well, I mean, with Nico and and Lewis, there was, there was probably oh, a lot yeah. going on in the background there. But um, yeah, no, definitely, it's going to be pretty good viewing. Did you hear what Toto said at the end of the race? No, like at the end after the race and stuff, they're talking to him and stuff like that, and asking what's going on. He's like, I don't know, maybe we should we spend too much time doing dress up. Um, and we just need to go to the basics. So yeah, don't, I don't expect think... Mercedes to do anything special for yeah. a while. I don't know if that was what caused it, but... No, but it's a very German attitude. We did yeah. something different. We were playing around. We are trying to make fun. We needed to do work. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I understand. I understand where he's coming from. They're the type of team that, you know, they're driven by results. Mm. Or I guess all Formula 1 teams are. But yeah, that that it's a bit of a shame. So yeah, well, look, we don't have to wait long for the next round. It is next weekend or this yeah, weekend well, coming. It's going to be interesting to and see. Then we get a break. Yeah, we got the winter break coming. Yep. So we got thirty. We got twenty three days or something. We got next month until Tail and Bend. Thomas Randall's actually going to be doing a wild card there in a Mustang. There you go. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, how the Renault team get their cars to the track. That wasn't the car. Oh, uh, wasn't it? No. What? What so is it? A that was a different truck. So what we're talking about is um, last night the news come out that a 
one of the Renault transporters vehicles was involved in a single vehicle incident where the looks truck very much like a driver fell asleep ran off the road um driver is okay was taken to hospital with some minor injuries but he's fine um the cars weren't in that vehicle so i think yeah. the cars are still going well they got blown up engines they got to go work on them this was all the other gear it's just like we'll get that to the track now and we'll work on the cars and then we'll get them across so they were the cars weren't in those that truck. okay but yeah all right. Well, we're going to finish up here. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you have anything you want to write in, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. You can email us at breaking at gmail.com or you can hit up our website, breaking late.com. And we'll be back next week for another episode. So thank you. Too easy, guys. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye.